0: Welcome to episode three of the Ocean Oceans Live News Podcast. Ocean Oceans Live News. The podcast. How are you? My name is Christian Chappell. Welcome to back again to Ocean Oceans Lab News, the organization to help spread awareness to the people regarding oceans, marine conservation issues, and problems by sharing the statements and infos from various marine conservation organizations from various genuine sources for a better health of the oceans, the planet, and all the sentient beings that live upon it. So, I've had look, listen back to a couple of my. Uh, the, the podcast that I made the episode one and two and uh, I've switched microphones for the second one which is like a lavalier microphone and I'm back again with the uh, tenor microphone I mean I hope it's not coming out too tinny which I'm not so sure but I've got I've, I've moved away a bit more from the microphone so I don't sound so so strange I don't know if it'll sound any better yeah uh, just to let you know that you can get in touch with me uh, the various platforms If you just look for us and oceans live news on Facebook Instagram uh, Twitter I'm on Twitter too at Dash oceans uh, YouTube We're on YouTube this uh, episodes are there If you want to go there and subscribe and like my videos you can do that uh, also You can send me an email via is the email address is us and oceans live news at gmail.com so if you can go there uh, you can ask me any questions uh, if you're a, a conservation activist or anything like that I'd like to talk about uh, marine conservation issues just get in touch with me and I'm sure in the future we can arrange something like like a one to one via the podcast uh, or something uh, something similar that not to uh not going round about yet to which ones you would like to do uh, with today's uh, discussion I would like to talk about what it is the main issues that we have with the oceans that what wh- why is it that we care so much for the oceans obviously we know that the plastic pollution is one of the reasons that we have to throttle back on uh, but the main reason is which is a very uh, controversial one is basically it's food this is the main issue's uh, overfishing or whale slaughter and all the other things that we use to get food out like uh, getting all the crustaceans and um, various mussels and things that we start to fight over uh those are the things i like to talk about when why is it that we uh, even though we know that uh, people say that meat is bad for you uh, which I have made my research upon and it it just keeps coming up the same thing this is the way I do you say this is the way I do things are I uh, uh, read upon it I make my research and then I'll try and find a counter argument to the research so let's say I'm going to try and find out people saying meat is really bad for you and I read that and then I find a Ask, I go on Google and ask. Um, is meat good for you? And there's some people that will come on the, that will write a blog or something like that, and they will see they give you the uh, the heads up on what is good and meat. But but when you when you then when you <laughs> compare the two reaches that you've made, it just doesn't add up. It just doesn't seem to compute. And uh, you know yeah, these ten when you make your research, I tend to lean closer to the do not eat meat solution which is it was obviously uh, because it outweighs the the positives outweigh the negatives on the actual meat eating part so uh, that's, this, I'm 100% plant-based eater I've been for eight months now vegetarian since over a year now uh, so that's when I started to I switched to vegan because I just, I just found it myself Wanted to be vegan anyway, but I found myself being hypocrit- hypocritical you know, If I didn't go the full way, so this is why I'm so th- this is the research I've made today, so uh, Basically, I've went uh, uh, to a couple of sites and uh, There's a couple of books out, we, out there. It's like a, a Controversial name one, which is meters for pussies which is by john joseph from the Chromax and he's got a very very good book out explaining about all the why meat is bad for fuel how to get into the organic side of food organic all the organic vegetables you know uh, because monsanto sort of like take control of all our food that is going on over here so basically i have um, I want to split this food issue into categories which is basically uh, bad for the planet uh, obviously bad for the oceans which relates then going back to the planet they're both connected uh, and then obviously bad for your health Uh, I would like to get into bad for the planet mainly which is an article found on uh, petalh.com uh, which is the farmer that has given up his farm and uh, he said that the reason why he's done it all the reason why he's done it all is uh, when in 2016 the state of food and agriculture uh, the report by the food and agriculture organization of the united nations uh, makes it very clear that we're in big trouble that climate change related to greenhouse emissions is translating to more extreme and frequent weather events heat waves, droughts, and rising sea levels. So we will cut down forests and grazing animals, enteric fermentation, which is the methane, a uh, leading source of agricultural greenhouse emissions. Is, uh, well. Like I said, the entretic formation is a process in which livestock produce methane via digestion. Uh, methane is a greenhouse gas that absorbs the sun's heat and is a major contributor to the warming temperatures of the planet. Greenhouse emissions will need to We cut by 70% to prevent the continued warming of the planet, which is obviously with the continued growth of uh, the human population around the world, it's going to be very difficult if we don't start changing our our diet to say. Uh, The emissions from agriculture in 2014 was 10.6 billion tonnes of carbon dioxide, also known as the greenhouse gas. The main source of these emissions is deforestation and the enteric fermentation which is the methane that's digesting. And every time we eat meat, we are supporting uh, the destruction of the Amazon forest. The Amazon once covered 14% of the Earth's surface in land, but today it barely covers 6%. It provides 20% of the world's supply of oxygen and absorbs a large amount of carbon dioxide. Now, I would like to say that, as he says, provide 20% of the world's su- supply of oxygen. Well, now, where does, this other, where does the other 80% go? Well, I can tell you, I will, I will get into that when we get into the ocean and the... Side of the things uh, when they slaughter the whales and dredging all the fish out of the water, and I'll get into that. Uh, so, so of the world's supply of oxygen that's given to the Amazon is twenty. We used to be twenty percent, and absorbs large amount of carbon dioxide. Over half of all uh, plant and animals live on Earth. Lives in the Amazon rainforest. It represents fifty four percent of all rainforests left on the planet. Meat farming occupies 90% of the converted forests that are cleared, so it just tells you the it's not just uh, palm oil or these forests getting uh, chopped down for this palm fat, palm oil. It's 90% of the meat farming is, is occupying uh, the converted forests that are cleared. And every time we eat meat, we're destroying land that wants to grow large trees and forests that maintain a healthy, vibrant ecosystem. The tree is often called the lungs of the planet for the role in absorbing carbon dioxide and producing oxygen. Forests are homes for half the planet's wildlife and at least two-thirds of the planet's species of plants. Tropical rainforests, for example, contain over 30 million species of plants and animals. Every time we eat meat, the farmers and feedlots that grow it have uh, used huge amounts of land, water, grass, grains, hay and natural resources. Meat farming is uh, the biggest land use of of the planet using one third of the world's fresh water and crops it's just uses one third which is like the th- richly the third just to just to give you that meat that people you know that people eat yeah, One third of the world's fresh water and crops uh meat farming is the leading cause of land degradation soil erosion and animal extinctions which is obviously in itself a really bad thing you think to that when you go to the fridge and there's a steak, uh, people buy the steak that we actually not just contribution to the suffering of the animal being slaughtered and, and the planet and the forest being cut down. It's just as we cut down the rainforest it we also make these other animals go extinct and it seems to really be very selfish, uh, a selfish gain to have just to have this taste in your mouth that mouth that was like a steak or something like that. Um, so, uh, so this, this, this person talks about when he was born into farming uh, obviously these guys are indoctrinated by the family beliefs and intergenerations of conditioning to do things a certain way often what, we're, what we see as normal skips over the facts of what is truly going on and uh, it takes a lot to want to know the truth about our beautiful planet and how we contribute to its destruction personally now the science is there the science is there we are all experienced the changes seeing the extreme weather events and yet we want to look the other way just to find our actions and make excuses our actions are showing uh, us how we truly feel about the planet and the plants and the animals we share with it so it's it's not when people say it's just a cycle it's just it just just doesn't it just doesn't add up when they say oh it's this uh, Global warming is just a cycle, it just doesn't add up, it just doesn't make sense. So, uh, so growing and eating meat is not about how much we like animals or need meat for our health and well being. Uh, our bodies do not need meat for our survival, our bodies thrive on fruit and vegetables. Human health and longevity greatly improves once meat is taken out of our diet. Uh, the only thing that we really do need is what I found and people say oh, where do you get your protein from everyone knows you get it from peanuts and there's various types of protein out there nothing to worry about we don't need that much protein anyway uh, but b12 is one of the things that we do need b12 is very important it does come from meat the reason being is when the 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 graze the animals graze from the ground the bacteria is actually in the soil it, it cultivates in the soil and when the cows are. Whatever they eat from the ground, the grass, the soil is attached to it, and obviously they consume this bacteria. This is this uh, creates this B12, and obviously when we get our fruit, and vegetables, we wash we wash the vegetables, so who washed this uh, this bacterial uh, cultivation of B12. We washed it right off, so this is why we when we get it from meat, we can get it as a substitute. It's not a problem. We don't have to leave the soil on our vegetables is what is the one thing that we should really really uh, substitute which is b12 which is i would say is is worth every penny considering that you're going to be doing uh, great things for the planet and obviously for the animals too Uh, this is the thing is the thing is the eating meat is about addiction and until our attitude changes it changes uh, we we will not change, as simple as that. We eat meat because we want to, that's the fact. You know, they, People eat meat because they want to. This is the reason why no one wants to talk about it. Most people don't want to give it up. If we blame something else for why our planet is warming when well, we can keep our addiction to eating meat going and be unaccount- unaccountable for our actions. Well, our meat, mar- meat farmers will continue to produce meat while the world demands it, obviously, and if demand stops meat, farmers will change what the farm? Obviously, you know, it's like the this dairy farm in America. You were saying this 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 guy he saw the early onset of the were people. Some people reduced the uh, the amount of dairy that were having, and then he changed his whole dairy farm. This is guy's a multi million dairy farm that he owned, and he changed it to an almond farm, almond milk farm. Totally changed it around. He's doing pretty good, pretty penny out of that. So it is possible. You just need to. Uh, obviously, we're feeding by by buying the stuff. We're feeding the demand. That's basically what it is. Uh, saying the world's problems are too big to change, and uh, that what I what those individual doesn't make a difference, or won't change anything, uh, gives an excuse. It means uh, they can keep addictions and they can keep on eating meat. It means we don't have to change, we don't have to be responsible for the the actions. So people are not the problem with the planet. Our planet has plenty of food if the land uses for farming domestic animals is rehabilitated back to the healthy natural ecosystems, or used for growing live plant-based foods. A healthier running rivers, reliable rainfall, and abundant fresh, tasty food will become the norm again. Where we needed to look. Obviously, they say like know the need to look after the farmers farmers have adapted for thousands of years farmers can adapt again and help save the planet so it's you know but, but we are feeding the band so the only way we can stop uh, all this animals is by what is like by using our wallets we're not buying it switching to alternatives and obviously watch the outcome uh, watch the outcome for it if you all switch Uh, Won't be farming animals in the future that makes a difference Uh, We'll be feeding the soil to feed the intelligent life in the soil that makes a difference supporting the microbes bacteria fungi and Living creatures that live in the soil will make the soil we need to feed the world's populations uh, And grow new forests our farmers can be involved in making this happen Uh, We can't we can't love our planet while we continue to eat meat every day planet is telling us changes come in whether we like it or not by what we see, weather, change and everything. Every day our planet gets a little bit warmer. Due to climate change the temperature of our oceans is warming. The ice shells of both poles are melting and the coral reefs are dying due to these warmer temperatures caused by the greenhouse gases. There is now a possibility that all coral reefs around the planet will be dead in years to come. These reefs cover less than 1% of the ocean floor yet support an estimated 25% of all known marine species. To stop this rapid climate change, we are going to have to give up eating meat. What will you choose to do then? So for me personally, it's been, it's been pretty easy really to switch. I mean, I not have a problem with it. There's, this day and age, there's so many alternatives. You know, When I found out uh, different nutrients in... All the vegetables that I acquire for my body, you know, the omegas and the as and the bees and the C's in fruit and uh, you know, lots of it in chia seeds. You know, make sure you have your your pulses and your beans and you know the greens, you know, various colors you know, and uh, just just and all I do is just uh, make sure I have my B12, which. Uh, usually fortified in cereals and you alternate milk there's a lot of B12 in it but still got to be careful like uh, because uh, some of the B12s that are fortified in cereals milk the the body doesn't seem to convert it very well it doesn't absorb it too well so you have to get this substitute, uh, best is in a spray form that you can get on Amazon or Ebay uh, but it is possible to do it and I found it very easy, really. You know, the only problem is, 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 the you know when you go out eating, the places around you they're just, they're just not willing to adapt. You know, it's it's catching on, but it's very very slow, and it's frustrating at the same time. Uh, so that's the part of the planet where we talk about the planet. Well, I always like to talk about the oceans, which is uh, uh it was a couple of months ago when I saw um this documentary on YouTube which was supported by Sea Shepherd which is a gen definitely a genuine source. If anything to do with Sea Shepherd I believe it and that is where uh where I come to where we say that twenty percent of the oxygen is coming from the forest, where does the other percentages of oxygen come from? Well not to say to say that it isn't uh, there isn't like hundred percent of oxygen anymore so we we were destroying the planet at such a rate that uh, we used to have you know 100% plus but it's now more like 85 80% and and it's tragic because the, the, the majority of the oxygen actually comes from the oceans and and uh, I will tell you why what it is is uh, these oceans the oceans in the oceans is called is it, a phytoplankton is the plankton and part of the plankton family And what it does, what this, the the marine life in the oceans, have a very, very uh, uh, coexisting relationship with this phytoplankton. Especially the whales, and why sea shepherds are so, not just because it's totally unjust to slaughter whales anyway, it's just they have a profound uh, effect on the oceans ecosystems, mainly also with the oxygen supply, which is, uh, these whales that they slaughter, especially the minke whale, uh, these phytoplankton that are in the water, uh, what happens is they feed off the excrement that marine life produce And these whales, what they do is when they they have these huge plumes of excrement that they put in the water, and what they do is they, they literally do these like loop the loops on the water. And what they do is they, as the phytoplankton feed on the excrement, what they do is they they actually by doing these loops they force the phytoplankton and the food that they have to the surface of the water where the Sun will uh, give them photosynthesis which makes them grow grow larger and thus taking out the co2 from the oxygen uh, and splitting it when obviously leaving the oxygen back out into the air which supplies all living creatures with the oxygen and this is a this is, you can find on youtube uh, and it was extraordinary t- to find out about this uh, this is not just just the whale like that's actually the other fish uh, you know various crustaceans every, you know excrement is is one of the natural producers from all living things and this phytoplankton feeds upon it uh, obviously these whales are <laughs> like farmers of the oceans as you can see they waft these phytoplankton up to the surface the sunshine uh, builds up this photosynthesis and photosynthesizes these phytoplankton they make them grow and uh, obviously help maintain uh, our oxygen supply and that is where a lot of the oxygen uh, comes from and um, was with killing these whales and uh, overfishing and Pulling everything out of the, the oceans that we have here, pollution and everything like that, that goes on in the ocean and it's, you know imagine one day when there's when we have young children and elderly people that have that to wa- walk around with breathing apparatus because uh, this 80% of oxygen is as we're killing all the oceans very slowly this is going to get reduced to <laughs> back down to the Twenty percent of oxygen that's created by the rainforest that we're also destroying via this animal agriculture that we have, and obviously the palm oil as well, which is a significant issue with that. And uh, it's just we d- we really are killing ourselves by by eating meat, catching whales, slaughtering them, and obviously consuming those, and. Uh, everything out of the ocean and it's just it's, it's very unsustainable for the whole planet and the health of all living beings upon it so then we come to the second well this is the third category I come to this third category here which is our health which is also very very important as you as you know yourself you know there's a lot of controversy going around with that where you know when we say that meat is very very bad for you, and, and there's a there's a couple of studies like the China study, and that was done in the '80s that I found out that you know meat is it's just not good for you. This this guy called uh, Colin Campbell who wrote the China study, he actually when he found out about what meat causes that meat causes cancer and uh, various other diseases, he actually tried to disprove what he found. He actually tried to uh, uh, cons- like consolidate vitamins that you have in meat, whether it cancel out, cancels it out these these bad, uh, minerals that are in meat that causes cancer and you just couldn't find anything. It's just always the same result that these cells were, had, always had the same cancer causing component in this meat, in any meat, it was all meats and it is uh, is shocking, really shocking to find that out, one of the main people that are telling you that meat is bad for you, dairy is bad for you and the eggs too the cholesterol uh, is uh, obviously uh, Neil Barnard and one other one is Dr. Greger, Dr. Michael Greger uh, and he wrote a book called How Not to Die Uh, and Dr. Greger is a physician and obviously, the author and international recognized speaker on nutrition, food safety, and public health issues. The founding uh, founding member of the Fellow of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, Dr. Gregory is licensed as a general practitioner, specializing in clinical nutrition. Currently, he proudly serves as a public health director of the Humane Society of the United States. Dr. Gregor is a graduate of the Cornwall University School of Agriculture and the Tufts University School of Medicine. So, it's, uh, Dr. Gregor uh, is talking to this person, and, uh, and he's saying he's talking to this person called Karen Heartglass and he's uh, and he's uh, uh, and he's talking about the launch of this book that he has. And he's talking about various things, and one part is uh, about the meat that's causing it. That the extraordinary new research, in fact, that some of the new research that he's added, that's not up to the website that he has also called NutritionFact.org. Uh, of course, he will put a video on that, which he probably has already. It's a real critical piece of information. And it's not. It's something that has never been looked at. They've studied vegetarians before, they've studied meat eaters and so what they've done is, is the typical, they've studied meat eaters who have uh, turned into vegetarians. You stop eating meat and what happens, all the beneficial things for your health uh, but for the first time, yeah they're like, oh, wait a second what about people who have been eating vegetarian feeling so healthy doing so great, uh, what's a little? And then follow them out and what happens uh, had this extraordinary increase of risk very rapidly in fact uh, the, it really mirrors uh, what happens when people start eating healthy you know uh, constantly amazed by the studies sharing all these beneficial effects of eating vegetarian diet when you look at the average uh, duration of vegetarian diets typical in these studies is about four and a half years or so so we're looking at the middle-aged population and vegetarians doing so much better than those who eat meat in terms of chronic disease like heart disease, diabetes, obesity, things like that. Uh, but they're not comparing vegetarians to omnivores. They're uh, comparing omnivores to omnivores that just stopped being omnivores is a little while ago. Just recently. So it's it's like if you compare smokers to a non smoker who quit yesterday, they're technically technically a non smoker. But if you didn't find a, find different lung cancer rates. You wouldn't be surprised. He stopped smoking the other day, so you'd say that you just stopped smoking. But the remarkable thing about diet is that very rapidly risk drop, which is such a great optimistic message for everyone. Uh, you could have been eating crappy the whole life, and then you dramatically drop your risk. But the flip side of that, what you, the study showed, is that your risk can jump right back up, shoot right up very rapidly when one goes back to eating unhealthy standard American diet so basically is when you do not go into vegetarians is is if if you if you go back to the meat eating part your risk of having these diseases comes straight back uh, as quick as it as quick as the snap of the finger basically. And he's reading this book. I haven't personally read the book yet. And basically, what also Nate Barnard was saying is that it causes diabetes. when his father died of it, and uh, knowing what he knows now, you know, he couldn't really help his father. You know, uh, it's just a, a scary thing to think about. It's like I've got two children, and uh, they're not. Vegetarians, as much as I wish i would like, they'd you know wish there would be. Uh, it's just uh, this culture, basically. You know, there's, there's this fear of like can't do this vegan thing or vegetarian because first of all, they might they wouldn't want to eat it because they might not like it, and second is that it might be unhealthy. Even though there's proof out there that it's very healthy, it's just still it's ingrained that it's just not healthy. And I can't even talk about it. My wife's literally forbidding me to talk about the kids about, you know, switching to diet because, because it's just this distinct this this misconception that having a vegetarian diet is so bad for you. It's because no doctor out there will tell you that meat eating is bad for you because they just not they're just not trained in nutrition as such as nutritionists have been trained. You know these these doctors are literally like they get like. A couple of hours training is, is what I found out. That's all it is for all these years of doctors' training. These doctors literally get a couple of hours of nutrition training, okay. it might add up to a couple of days, but that's it. And it's just not enough out there. And, and these big companies that are there, they, they have really have these. They, this is not a conspiracy, again, I'm talking a lot about conspiracy theories, but this is the fact where uh, I've read. i actually listened to it on one of the interviews where uh, this junior doctor and he uh, as he graduated he had this uh, invite to have dinner with this guy from the pharmaceutical company and they said that if he uh, would subscribe like 40 subscriptions uh, a week that he would be get free caribbean cruises and holidays and all this other uh, thing that <laughs> basically just displays giving subscriptions and this just tells you that it just it just shows you that these companies they have such power over the food organizations around these all these different countries that they don't want you to be healthy that's just a, that's downright out with it and there's this catchment situation where it's harmful for the planet harmful to your health but there's such fear of losing money These big pharmaceutical companies that are, have huge investments into the chemical companies as well as Monsanto or Sargento and all that they, they, just can't, they just can't give in to the fact that meat is bad for you, dairy is bad for you, eggs are bad for you And any sort of animal uh, product is just bad for you and, you know, and it's, it's hard to get over it basically, and this is why this is why the people are uh, they don't call themselves vegan, but 100% plant based uh, consumers, uh, basically they, they do they, they do it a different way, although it comes in a compassion part of being a vegan is a bonus, and uh, they go about it by uh, caring for the planet, and Caring for the health of the people, you know, rather than uh, uh, being the activist side of veganism that the vegans portray so so uh, so fully. And uh, it's a it's a, yeah it's a very very. This is why people know what it's like <laughs> in the book meets for pussies one, uh, by John Joseph. He was talking about what he really he thinks that the vegan is the five letter curse word. Where uh, to a woman it's fine. You know, to most women, vegan is a sort of a good word, has a compassion of the animals at heart. But when you say to a man that you're a vegan or you want to become a vegan, they shy away from it. They get real cringy, and it's they have really, really uh, they have really negative thoughts about being vegan. You know, this is why it's so hard to convert. These people, you know, unless it comes from somebody right at top, you know, same as with the plastic issue with David Attenborough, when he, you know he, although he, he's a vegetarian himself, as soon as said that plastic is killing the oceans, look what's happening, all these plastic reduction programs and all this sort of thing, I wish he'd have said as well that, you know, overfishing the oceans and you know eating meat and all that causing all this pollution to the oceans and harm to your health. I wish you had said that as well, you know. We need somebody big like that to say this. You know, it's very important. There's somebody up there to do that. So so basically that's the discussion to have with that. So so that's all I have to say on these issues, So if you'd like to know about what this is, plenty, plenty of sources out there you can find out, you know, I listen to the Richard podcast which are various people coming on interviews of different uh aspects of uh, health environment also compassion to animals is a few on there that were there you know if he you know feel like more the extreme versions you can go to uh, the hard truth John Joseph the hard truth on YouTube uh, he has got to, like do some cooking shows uh, John Joseph himself you can follow him on Instagram He's on Facebook too uh, very always good to follow him you know if you if you're a, a harry krishna supporter he's, he's the one to go to he's like the hardcore type of harry krishna uh, yeah so basically that's why I like to leave it so hope you enjoyed this episode again so I've gone a lot longer than before so it's going to take me ages to download a new tool until I get some fiber optic broadband He's getting on my nuts with this lot this this telecommunication company yeah, uh, absolutely hopeless but hopefully by maybe next month, I think it'll be next month. I don't think they'll do anything now before Christmas, uh, which is going to be day after tomorrow now. So hopefully I'll get these up and running more quicker, so more quality based too. So I hope you like this. If you have any issues with the podcast, any sort of sound issues, I do apologize. I will try and improve. If this microphone is no good, I'll switch back to the lavier that I have. Hopefully it gets better. Unfortunately, I cannot afford any other microphones. I just don't have that sort of financial uh, positive (laughs) financial side on that part. So anyway, I like to leave it there. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Leave a comment if you like. Like I said, go to Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on there. You can find me there. Leave likes, comments, comments. just help spread the news, guys. That's all. I, that's all I'm asking. You know, there's so much going on out there, that negative stuff. We need to let these people know. And I wish, I really, really would like for you to let, you know, please help let the world know what's going on out there. Share the stuff. Uh, and I bid you a very, very nice Christmas over the next two days. And uh, I will talk to you after that. So I'll see you later. Bye bye.